a really, really good show uh, today on a couple of important issues. One, Waukesha, the media, and how do we respond? Uh, and the second one is the Dobbs case, which it begins today. We'll give you all the information you need coming up. First, there's no time like the present. And it's Christmas time. So the present, see, I use that. It has got a double meaning. Anyway, no time like the present to get your final ho- your financial house in order. The people who uh, you should call is American Financing. Ten minutes with American Financing can set you on a path towards saving hundreds of dollars, maybe as much as even $1,000 a month. American Financing, it's a family-owned lending business that has been helping people just like you for over 20 years. Their team of salary-based consultants will walk you through a free mortgage review to see where you could possibly save money with something like a mortgage refinance or consolidation loan. The economy is in the tank, and it is vitally important that you and your family save money everywhere you can. American Financing, never any upfront fees or hidden fees, no tricks, no gimmicks. They work for you, not the bank. Pick up the phone today and call them American Financing at 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. Packed show today. Packed show today. Too much. Don't miss a second. COVID, but it's not. What is the second leading cause of death in the United States? It's between heart disease and cancer. I'll give you the answer and you'll understand why this is so important in 60 seconds. Every war is filled with battles, some which you win, some that you don't. That's just one reason why it's so important to make the ones that you win really count. We're in an ideological war right now with leftism, and at stake is not just our nation, but the freedom of all mankind. One battle that you might be fighting is uh, a battle against big mobile companies. You don't know that, but you should know, A, they're overcharging you. They're also taking some of their profits, which they have a right to do, but they're funding things like Planned Parenthood. I don't want a dime of my money uh, going to Planned Parenthood. Why am I supporting them? They are working against me. Make the switch today. If you make the switch to Patriot Mobile, you will get a free month of service. That offer ends December 5th. You'll get reliable nationwide coverage for much less, minus the leftist propaganda. Patriot Mobile shares your values, supports organizations that are fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, and the sanctity of life. These people are in the fight, but first, they give you great phone service at about half the cost. They have something that will fit 
everybody's budget. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get a free month of service with the offer code Beck until December 5th. Do it now. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. The first leading cause of death in America is heart disease. Kills 659,041 people every year in the United States. The third is cancer, killing 599,601. What is the second leading cause of death? You're not going to be able to find this if you look it up because... Apparently, we don't categorize abortion as deaths. But if we recognized abortions as the death of a human being, a baby, it would be the second leading cause of death in the U.S. One in four, 24% of women will have an abortion by the age of 45. Over 60 million babies have been killed since Roe versus Wade. <sighs> Today, in the Supreme Court, they begin hearing the arguments in Dobbs versus Jackson. That's Jackson's women's health organization. Lynn Fitch, who is leading the state's argument, said, with this brief, we're simply asking the court to affirm the right of the people to protect their legitimate interest and to provide clarity on how they may do so. So you have uh, Thomas Dobbs. He's an MD. He's the uh, the Mississippi State Health Officer and petitioner to the U.S. Supreme Court. Jackson William uh, Jackson w- Woman's Health Organization, the only abortion clinic in the state of Mississippi, and the first female Attorney General. In Mississippi, Lynn Fitch. She's representing the state of Mississippi. The oral arguments begin today. We're expecting the court to tell us uh, whether they're going to return this to the state or they're going to let Roe versus Wade stand as is. Probably sometime this summer right in the middle of the midterm elections going to be interesting there's also a big middle ground there where they could come up with something in between those two points where perhaps they allow states to regulate it more but not all the way to the overturn of roe versus wade correct um roe versus wade is all about and so is this it's all about viability Roe versus Wade doesn't really define viability and viability is different. At Roe versus Wade, it was 28 weeks. Now we're at 20 weeks. So where is that line now? It doesn't define it. Never made any sense. Never made Obviously, right? I mean, if something can change with technology, then how can that be a constitutional right? Right? Like it's such a bizarre Correct. Construction. And obviously the Constitution does not allow or provide this sort of quote unquote right inside. So this is what this is what the state of Mississippi is saying. Roe uh, Roe and Casey shackle states to a view of the facts that are decades out of date. 
It's time for the court to set it right and return the political debate to the political branches of government. So the they want the court to clarify whether abortion is actually constitutionally protected. Obviously, they're saying it's not constitutionally protected. You don't have a right to kill a baby. Nothing in text, structure, history, or tradition makes abortion a fundamental right or denies state the power to restrict it. That power is reserved to the states. If you, if you killed a child in utero after what was called the quickening, you could be held for murder in you know early All America. And before everywhere. that in, in Britain and everything right. else in England. Once you knew that it was a baby and the baby was moving, you would be charged with murder if you did anything to kill it. And coincidentally, or maybe not so coincidentally, it's about 15 weeks, right? right. So that's the Mississippi law is Correct. 15 weeks. So the state of Mississippi is arguing the decisions about abortion are policy matters that should be decided by the people and not locked behind the doors of an unelected judiciary. She argues that the state has a legitimate interest in protecting the lives of the unborn, the health of women, and the integrity of the medical profession. So they're not asking for an overturn. When they say, this is going to overturn Roe versus Wade. No, it won't. It, It won't in California. It won't in New York. It will overturn Roe versus Wade. In theory, it could. Um, however, the states can just do it on their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to overturn you're, you're abortion. Right. It's not going to overturn abortion. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you this. The Democrats are now saying um, that uh, this is a point of revolution for them. Mm. That the Democrats will fight an open revolution if this happens now i don't know why that isn't being investigated by the fbi yeah (laughs) but i could say the same thing would be true on the right if the federal government said we are going to go house to house collecting all of the guns there would be a revolution in this country from the right correct for i mean if they were going Door, door to door. Yeah, I mean, door I to can't door. imagine that would I go well. I can't, right. And, but I can't imagine that the people on the right would say it's revolution if the state, if the Supreme Court said uh, states can do whatever they want. You can have guns, not have guns. The states can do whatever they want. It still would be wrong, but people in Texas would say, move the hell down here. Get, we've been telling you for a while to get out of New York and get out of California. Move to a free place. That's what would happen. And I don't believe that a revolution would actually happen if it was left to the states and the federal government back off, back off. Now, I could be wrong on that, but this is something that they are saying if it's left even to the states, because, again, they're misrepresenting this. The media is lying to you again. The left is lying to you again. This is not an end to all abortion. It is saying, let the voters of each state decide. That's not good enough. Now, in 1972, things were um, a little different. Things have changed. 
We can literally watch babies grow in the womb now. We have found out that they do feel pain thanks to medical advancements. We didn't know that when Roe versus Wade was happening. I mean, I mean come on. <laughs> I, they, we didn't. We, we didn't weren't able it. to prove it. Right. Yes, that's a better way of yes, saying it. We yes, we weren't able to prove it. When it was enacted, the idea also of a working mother was still seen as far-fetched. The core argument back then, when it was first debated in the Supreme Court, is that abortion was necessary for women to achieve success. Now, this, you know, uh, this idea uh, predicates off of a sneaky misogynist argument peddled by feminists that argues if women want to be successful, they need to overcome their womanhood uh, and be more like men. That's ridiculous. The argument that abortion is necessary for women's success is a quintessential outdated argument. It assumes that A, motherhood in and of itself is not success. B, mothers are unable to contribute in society in meaningful ways. Three, that women without children contribute more to society and this is usually justified by discussions of how mothers earn less in the workforce which reduces success to only financial success this has changed we don't have the same country that we had in 1973 and i know the left and the media would like to say i know we don't we have one that's more like 1956 But we don't. We don't. Now, the counter arguments to this gate uh, to this case is and I love this one. It's Supreme Court precedent. It's settled law. Oh, okay, All right. In fact, the Center for Reproductive Rights, the CEO, said the Supreme Court just agreed to review an abortion ban that unquestionably violates nearly 50 years of Supreme Court precedent. Precedent doesn't mean that it's right. And you'd know that if you knew Plessy versus Ferguson. Plessy versus Ferguson is the separate but equal Supreme Court precedent from 1896 until 1954. That was 58 years. So just because the court said it once doesn't make it right. And things change. So what's going to happen? Well, the Dobbs case actually has a real shot of returning abortion decision-making power to the states. We know more about the development of babies. We have disproved that women need to abort children to have any kind of success. And there has never, ever, ever been and still isn't a sound constitutional argument to back up Roe versus Wade or Casey. In asking for a clarification, Dobbs will push the Supreme Court to review the constitutionality of how the judiciary is protecting abortion. A push pro-choice advocates are very afraid of. Because they know, as far as the Constitution goes, they don't have a leg to stand on. That's what this is all going to decide. We are going to have, uh, in hour number three of today's radio show and podcast, we have the governor of Mississippi um, to comment on this. This is the first day of the hearing 
in the Supreme Court opening arguments begin today. All right, let me tell you about Car Shield. It's that time of year. Christmas music is everywhere. Kids are writing up their wish list. And of course, your car is taking a beating from the cold weather. Unless you live here in Texas, another reason to live in Texas or Florida. What is it? What was it yesterday? 75? Yeah, it was nice. Nice. All right. If you're someplace, I mean, winter is the hardest part for your car. When it changes over into uh, winter, that's when your car will have a lot of problems. For covered repairs, Car Shield is a lifesaver. Not only do they offer coast-to-coast roadside assistance, but they're going to deal personally with the mechanic of your choice, whether at the dealership or just you know some guy that you know. They'll deal with him personally uh, to get it fixed and make sure that you've got a rental car to drive in the meantime. CarShield has affordable plans to match any budget, and they could save you thousands of dollars. They have saved me thousands of dollars on several occasions. This winter, don't spend all of your time worried about the check engine light that's going to come on. Drive with peace in mind with CarShield. CarShield, the best defense against costly repairs that could put a deep freeze on your plans and finances. Visit CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 10%. CarShield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. The radical plan to flip the United States from capitalism to socialism started really under Theodore Roosevelt. It really gained steam in Woodrow Wilson's time. It is currently doing its end game. It's an old strategy, and it mirrors the playbook that was smuggled out of communist-controlled Czechoslovakia during the Cold War. I've talked about this before. Um, How do you get that Bolshevik revolution without all the Civil War stuff? Well, they did it in Czechoslovakia. Tonight, I'm going to revisit that. It's our it's our Wednesday night special. It's a five step plan, and we're deep into several of the main steps right now. Justice system has been infiltrated. Um, Something called the progressive prosecutor movement is methodically transforming Main Street USA into Gotham City. We see it all over the country. Terrifying glimpse last week um, in Waukesha of of what's coming and the media currently running interference in one of the largest misinformation operations in history. It's happening at the city, state and federal government. And President Trump might be the biggest victims of them all. Tonight, I will expose all of this and show you what's really going on with the media and how this fits exactly into that uh, five-step plan that I started talking about 10 or 15 years ago. We revisit it again tonight. Blaze TV, 8 p.m. Eastern, from Russia to Waukesha, the lying media's assault on truth. Don't miss it. Now, I have uh, Senator Ron Johnson on uh, coming up in a minute. He is in hot water from both the left and the right now um, because... He came out with a statement uh, on the Waukesha Christmas Massacre. And what he did first, he came out and he said, this is this is the result of these leftist policies. This is what happens. And he's absolutely right about that. 
Then he came out with a statement uh, with the senator uh, from Wisconsin, the Democratic senator from Wisconsin, where they both said, we have to have peace on the streets. Please, let's not make this political. A lot of people on the right are upset uh, because they said, and rightly so, they've said, this is political. You know, why isn't this being covered by the mainstream media? I mean, we're all very, very familiar with uh, the car in uh, Charlottesville that ran over people at the, and they were Nazis. Okay, we are all very familiar with that. Media will not let us forget that. However, the media has already forgotten Waukesha. After, after thinking, I guess, that maybe it was a Tesla that was just driving itself and it drove into a parade for the first few hours, we now know exactly who drove this car in. And he is a racist who, on the black side, he is a, a black supremacist who actually quotes on his own uh, Facebook page Adolf Hitler in a positive way. Now, we all know if that was a white supremacist, we would never be allowed. There would be federal investigations everywhere, and we would never stop hearing about it. So how do you get to justice and peace? No justice, no peace. Well, there's a lot of people in America, uh, quite honestly, both Republican, Democrat, and Independent, that all say justice is not being served here. So how do you call for peace and justice? Uh, Senator Ron Johnson wants to set the record straight. Um, and then coming up next hour, uh, I, I really want to hear the response uh, from our own uh, Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock has um, written a few stories on this, saying this was sellout. I don't agree with him, but I want to hear his point of view, and I want to hear the senator's point of view, because I think I agree with the senator. You know, most people don't know. Gandhi saved India through a hunger strike. He was at death's door. Well, he wasn't having a hunger strike against the British. He had a hunger strike against his own people because they had decided to go violent, that his peaceful work was not going to bear fruit. And so they got violent. He was protesting against his own side. Leaders call for peace, but also offer solutions. We'll see if Senator Ron Johnson has both of those in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, they say that you spend a third of your life sleeping. <sighs> That's if you're a novice, I'll tell you that. Nothing better than the end of a long day that climbing into a cozy bed and drifting off to sleep. And there is no better way to do that than with my pillow products. I'm not a novice at sleeping. If you don't own a MyPillow or you know somebody who doesn't, now is the time to buy great Christmas gifts. Mike is now offering his MyPillows, the ones that started it all for the lowest price yet. You can get a standard pillow for $19.98. That's usually about 70 bucks. 
$50 in savings. The king size pillow is only $10 more. Now is the time to buy. Along with the lowest price ever, Mike is also extending his money-back guarantee trial until March 1st of next year. So you can put it under the tree. If they don't like it, they can send it back and get their money back. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. You're going to find not only this amazing offer, but also on the Giza Dream Sheets and the mattress topper and the slippers, all of it. Use the promo code BECK, 800-966-3117. Tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on blazetv.com slash Glenn is a new Glenn Beck program right after a brand new Stew Does America. Don't miss it. This is the Glenn Beck program. We have Senator Ron Johnson, the U.S. Senator, uh, Republican from Wisconsin. Uh, We want to talk to him about the Waukesha Christmas Massacre. Uh, Senator, I, you know, it's bothered me so much that the White House keeps saying our hearts are with the people of Waukesha, um, although our thoughts and prayers are not good enough for them most of the time. But um, the White House is correct, uh, and so are we. Our hearts and our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Waukesha. Horrible, horrible tragedy. Well, I appreciate that. What I can report from Waukesha, the healing has begun. Um, it, it began literally the moment of the tragedy, as you saw uh, the citizens of, of Waukesha respond with just, you know, compassion, uh, integrity, um, as they were dealing with the victims. Uh, just the, again, I, I'm just, I'm haunted. And I wasn't there. I'm haunted by the thought of little children on, on the curb waiting to see Santa Claus and, and the dancing grannies mm. instead of seeing the slaughter. So it's going to take an awful lot of time to heal. But the very next night, they held a interfaith prayer ver- a vigil. Uh, I think it's probably over a thousand people that showed up. Um, I was able to attend and just talk to members of the community, the the first responders. I mean, it was. It, it, I'll never forget it. Um, sorrowful and yet hopeful, I guess, because you know, so, so often, Glenn, you know, this is in in the midst of uh, one of these horrific events that caused by the worst in humanity, the, the best of humanity is often revealed. And I, I think we witnessed that, again, right away in Waukesha. And as, as the city continues to heal, I think we'll continue to see that. So they'll recover. But I know they, they truly appreciate the thoughts and prayers. Uh, I know they're, they're appreciating the financial support, the Community Foundation. I think if they've been, uh, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but I think they, they're incredibly uh, appreciative of, of all the thoughts and prayers and all the financial assistance coming in to, to help people that, uh, you know, the grievously injured that we still have uh, uh, three children in critical condition, uh, a number of the other adults in critical condition as well. So this is going to be a long, long road uh, to recovery. All right. Let me let me take you through a timeline here. Um, you first slam Democratic officials uh, following the Christmas parade over the weekend. Um, You said when you look the other way, when you almost encourage lawlessness, I would drop the word almost just like, let's face it, you have political figures doing during the summer uh, riots of 2020, encouraging people to donate to the bail fund so you can bail these people out. When you encourage lawlessness, you're going to get more of it. Uh, It becomes more and more violent. It starts spilling over from crime ridden, generally Democratic governed cities into surrounding areas. That's probably what we witnessed here in Waukesha. 
you started to get all kinds of heat from the left on that. Do you still stand by those words? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm outraged by what happened because it never should have happened, Glenn. It never should have happened. This, the accused, now call him the accused. Um, he never should have been out on the street. But it's the, the catch and release, not only the southern border, but we have catch and release within our criminal justice system. And you've got the left pushing either low bail or no bail. And then again, you had you know, the, the, the current vice president after the Minneapolis riots, encouraging people to donate to a bail fund, to bail the rioters out. You have the press looking the other way as during the 570 plus riots during the summer and said that all the focuses on, on January 6th, as much as I condemn that, now, I'm also condemning the violence that the 2000 law enforcement officers were injured during those summer riots, the couple dozen people killed during those, the, the $2 billion of the profit damage. We're all supposed to look away from that, but we focus instead on, you know, when there may be a perpetrator that uh, comes more from the right side of the, the political spectrum. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm outraged by all of this, but I am outraged for the citizens, for the community of Waukesha that are suffering when they shouldn't have had to. This, this never should have happened. And, and we've got to call it out. You know, part of the healing process, part of the due process is to examine why is this guy in the street? Why was he able to commit this evil heinous act what why and then correct it so it's, it's that's going to be part of the process so go ahead so help me out because just a few days uh later um you come out with a statement with tammy baldwin who is your uh cohort there in in um congress she's the democrat uh senator from wisconsin and you write this, it has come to our attention that outside individuals or groups may attempt to exploit the tragedy that occurred last Sunday in Waukesha for their own political purposes. As the U.S. senators representing Wisconsin, one from each political party, we are asking everyone to consider such action to cease and desist. We have full confidence in the local officials who responded with extraordinary professionalism, competence, integrity, and compassion. They have many difficult duties to perform in the coming days, weeks, and months, and they should be afforded the respect and support they deserve to undertake their responsibilities without outside inform, uh, interference. You go on for a, a couple of more paragraphs, but it's basically the same thing. Um, how what's angering some people on both sides is you just made it political by saying what you just said. And now you're saying, don't make it political. Well, how is this not a political issue? So I guess you have to read carefully what I said. I was trying to head off the past action that could result in uh, potential violence again in Waukesha. So, it, you know, I, I had received from the people I'd spoken to on Monday, I get a call that Friday that they, they are concerned that groups from both sides were going to descend on Waukesha to protest or whatever. And they were concerned of a clash and maybe more violence. And so all I was reacting to it, they asked me, is it, can I do anything to help? I said, well, I could issue a statement. I could try and get uh, Senator Baldwin on on a bipartisan basis. Just ask people, please don't do that. Now we weren't specific. You know, I, I didn't want to give anybody ideas. This was just something that may have been planning. We were just trying to head something off the past, but I was talking about action. I was talking about potential violence. This is obviously a political situation. And, and I, by the way, I share, so yeah, I'm getting a lot of criticism from the right. I basically agree with them 99% in terms of what they're talking about. Cause I, I am outraged by the fact that the left wouldn't stop talking about, for example, Charlottesville. They won't stop talking about January 6th. 
But you don't hear much about the assault on the Republican members of Congress on the baseball field. You, you, I, I don't think Waukesha is really much on anybody's front page other than in right-wing media now. So trust me, I, you know, both of us are recipients of grossly unfair coverage by the left, the left-wing media, the distortions, the lies, the false narratives. So no, I'm, I'm not happy with it at all. I think I blame the press for some, so much of our divisiveness in this country. They exacerbate it. They, they're the ones that light the fuse. So I completely agree with even, even people crit, criticizing me. I understand why they criticize me, and I agree with them. But again, they're just getting it wrong that I, that I was inferring that don't make this political. It is political. Th- this occurred because of political decisions on no and low bail that need to be protected, or, 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 corrected, but they need to be called out. So again, I, I think what I, my statement was misconstrued again. They didn't understand the backstory. They didn't understand I was responding to requests to help to try and head something off of the past. We didn't want to see more violence. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to people who had to, to help pick up dead bodies off the pavement. They, they, they had enough to deal with. They didn't need to deal with additional protesters and people taking advantage of the situation, uh, physical presence potentially resulting in violence. Com- coming, in from, coming in from other parts of the country, too. Usually these protesters right. are, are bust Outside. in. Um, so what do we do uh, about this? What can be done? I mean, the, the, the media is truly, truly responsible. The best example, uh, counterexample of this is what happened in Charlottesville. That story, everybody knows. Donald Trump was the took the brunt of that one because basically he said kind of the same thing. He was saying there's good people on both sides. I condemn those who do the violence, uh, but let's not let's not, you know, bunch everybody into this together. He was he was saying, let's look at this rationally. The press wouldn't do it. You're saying just give me just we have to talk about politics, but let's be rational on the ground. Let's not do anything that calls BLM in or, you know, any white supremacist group in. Correct. Yeah, right. I, I just didn't want to see physical physical presence that could result in violence. Okay. But no, the, the political discussion has to take care or take place. And there's no doubt about it. The, the, the media, the, the bulk of the mainstream media, the social media, they are far left. Now, fortunately, we still have freedom of the press. So you know, we've got you. you know, we've got the blaze. We've got other conservative outlets. So we have freedom of the press, but we are, by and large, overwhelmed by the left press in the mainstream media. It, it's a huge disadvantage that we have. So we've got to work harder. We've got to work smarter. Uh, we do need to remain unified as much as possible. Uh, I think that would also be helpful. Uh, Senator uh, Ron Johnson, um, thank you. I, you know, it's, it is um, becoming increasingly difficult um, to be able to hold people together when we are absolutists. You are either absolutely my enemy or you're absolutely my friend. And uh, one one issue or one disagreement on approach uh, changes everything, and that 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 won't work. That just won't work. We we have to be able to um, have some reason 
if we're going to be able to stick together? No, it's, it's, it's a losing strategy. It's just a losing strategy. You, you, you need to, you know, we need to cling to our first principles. We, we need to understand what do we agree on? And, you know, from the right, you know, we all agree on, I think this was Donald Trump's greatest achievement. He assembled a coalition of people that fervently love this country. And in addition, they recognize what made it great, not big government, individual liberty and freedom. We are operating within a free market system that allows them to dream and aspire and build and create. That's the coalition that we need to keep together. And yeah, we're going to have our differences. You may not agree with every, everything everybody says or how they write something, but we need to focus on what we are trying to accomplish. We're trying to save this country because the left is destroying it. So you, again, you, you know, some people may not like the way I issued that statement on a bipartisan basis, but I, I, and I would do it again because it's the right thing to do. If, if there's no, there's no rioting yet in, in, in Waukesha, and that's a good thing. Maybe I helped prevent that. I don't know. But it was worth doing. It was worth trying to help. But at the same time, we have to recognize the left is destroying this country. They are our political point opponents. We need to focus on them. We need to exert our energy to defeating them. And when I say defeat, I mean sweep them from power at the national level, at the state, and at the local level, primarily at the local level. You know, we, we've allowed radical leftists to take over our school boards, which is why they're teaching critical race theory. We took our eye off the ball, focusing everything on the federal government. Uh, we need to focus and be as relentless as the left is in preserving our freedom as they are in taking away from us. Thank you very much, uh, Senator Ron Johnson. I appreciate it. God bless. Thank you. You bet. God bless. Uh, by the way, I believe, I'm not sure if it's up on the website yet. Do we know if his, he wrote an op-ed and, um, and Jason Whitlock disagrees with him he's going to be on with us in about an hour um hopefully jason was listening to this uh and he's going to respond uh but he's already written an op-ed that was placed on the blaze and so the senator asked for the same opportunity and we're giving him that opportunity uh on the blaze you'll be able to find it at blaze.com back in just a second you know, cyber criminals come along and they'll steal your identity and all of your money. And, you know, I like that just as much as the next guy, you know, assuming that the next guy also hates it. I, susp- I suspect you're exactly the same way. So here's a bit of advice. Get LifeLock today and you won't have to worry about it. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet in an instant. Cyber criminals can steal what's yours, sometimes harm your finances, your credit, your reputation. That's why LifeLock exists. They help detect a wide range of identity threats, things like your Social Security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has been potentially compromised, they'll alert you. And a restoration specialist will help if you become a victim. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime or identity thefts or monitor all transactions, but you can keep what's yours, yours, with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. The Glenn Beck Program. Hmm. May I just rant on what the hell is wrong with Texans? I live in a town uh, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Last night, you know, we have a $13 million firehouse. 
Mm. It's nicer than anybody's house I've ever been in. I haven't been to Bill Gates' house. <laughs> it is unbelievable. $13 million. They built it because the firemen accidentally left the stove on while they were out on a car uh, call and burned down the other firehouse. <laughs> but that's we don't have to concentrate on that. So $13 million firehouse. Last night, I go to the Christmas tree lighting, and everybody gets an armband uh, from the an city. An armband? Uh, yeah. Wow, we are really going no, down a dark, a dark road. No, a wristband. Oh, okay. Uh, and it lights up mm-hmm. uh, when they lit the Christmas tree. That's and everybody's cool. like, yay! And, and, you know, as they're doing it, I don't have the wristband. And I went, yay! And all of our property tax paid for this, and you're going to throw it away in the next few minutes. <laughs> uh, and, and at least some people turned around and went, Damn right. I am really getting sick of this. And I said, oh, but have you seen in the town hall the new restaurant bar the city built with your taxes so you can go in and talk to the mayor or the city council in a restaurant bar atmosphere run by the town run by the town. What the hell is happening to common sense? That's the definition of socialism. And they're competing with local businesses. Exactly right. So some local restaurant down the road. Not subsidized by our tax dollars. So the local restaurant is paying taxes to support its own competition that's being run by the city. It's absolute insanity. Unreal. We, by the way, our little town pays twice the property tax than the highest property tax in the entire state of Texas. (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program.